Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Not like how many people are sitting out there at our age saying, where the fuck is the book? Yeah. Where is the book that tells us what the fuck we're supposed to do? Yeah. Like, how do I buy a home? I just learned how to do my taxes for the first time this year. I did our taxes. Our podcast episode 32 with this crazy bitch. Hey. Today we're going to talk about the bullshit world that our generation lives in. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty blunt, but the way I see it is we just sit here and talk about it all the time. We talk about how our generation, unless you had parents help you out, you probably don't have a house. You probably have student debt for a career that you didn't actually want to chase, but you felt the pressures of going to college and you had to, to be a, be a successful in quotations, um, person. We just, no one ever talks to our generation. And, and, and when, when, when we get talked about it's they don't try hard enough, they don't work hard enough or nobody that generation wants to work anymore. It's not that we don't want to work anymore. We don't want to do what we don't want to do. It's very true. And like we were talking to some friends tonight and uh, one of our friends made a good point where it was like that generation was like had parents that were just after the war. And it was like when you got a job, hold on to it because they're limited. And they grew up in that mentality of you might not get another job. You might not have money like get what you get and and roll with it. But it was also a time where you could buy a beautiful farmhouse for five grand and raise raise uh, three kids on a single income and the mom could stay home and didn't have to work didn't even have to have a license because it was unnecessary like now most jobs you've got to drive to like it's not you're not working locally in town you're not working on farms like what do you think yeah and it's not feasible well for some people but for most people no you can't live off a single income you don't have the choice to when you have kids to just stay home and take care of them you both have to have jobs you got to pay for child care you've got to cover all your bills would you want to stay home if you could have three kids my wage paid for us to have a nice house and you could just stay home and watch kids cook clean do the like what was the typical mother figure or wife would you do it would you want to do it i would do it for like a certain time of their life <laughs> i would do it from like when they're babies till they're like, I don't know, nearing the end of like, maybe when they go to start high school. That's also a hard transition. Like you're off work for that long. Like you're going to want to go back to the work world. And yeah. at that point for what? Yeah. Like I'd get bored. I think personally, I just, I don't think, I don't know if maybe women didn't have a choice at that point. You were just, you were the mom, you're staying home. There's no, either, either no such thing as child support at that time. Or like, I mean, like, uh, like daycares or stuff like that. Like the women just stayed home and watched their kids. I don't know if that was the case, but now it just seems like that pressure is on our generation to, we're having kids later. 
we're, we're taking control of what our careers are because we don't want to do like, how many adults do you watch that are miserable all the time that hate their fucking job? They hate going to work every day. They complain about it constantly. And we don't, I, I speak for myself. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily speak for our generation, but I know that our group of friends all feel the same way where we don't want to go to work and be miserable. And it's also a weird time for our gener- our, our age group. And I'm talking like, I don't know, 25 to 35, maybe 25 to 30. Yeah. 35. Yeah. That 10 year range there. It's just like, we, we grew up where in high school, the cell phones finally started and the internet was accessible everywhere and you mm-hmm. can connect with people so quickly. And then it got like a bad rap because you could cyber bully and people felt bad because they weren't liked as much on social media as they, as some other people. And it, it became a, like a fucking weird concept for everyone to understand. Yeah. And we definitely still don't understand. It was just so much technology so quick. Well, and you got picked on too if you were a family who couldn't afford to get you an iPhone or a BlackBerry if you had a flip phone. and BlackBerry. It's true. <laughs> I never had one, but I know my dad did. And I always wanted one. It was like the pearl with that little fucking stupid plastic ball. Yeah, that's what I had. And I played Brick Breaker on it and mm-hmm. shit. But it just, we we are in such a weird fucking time. Like, your grandmother's age for certain adults you could have you could have missed you could have missed two world wars missed most of the flus and 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 be on your way out when covid hits and not had to deal with any of that shit and now like i'm not saying ours is as bad as a war unless this ukraine thing goes sideways that's a completely different fucking topic yeah we're not gonna that but like we, we we just dealt with covid for two almost three years of our like main ages of our life too like yes there's people that missed it on high school there's people that missed it on elementary school kids that have never fucking seen a large group of people because they were born in covid and have spent the first two years of their lives stuck inside like i understand everyone's got their shit but it's a very weird era and i i'm going on a tangent here but where like our generation has noticed that you can make money online and you can you can pursue the things you want to do at home and you can be a stay-at-home mom now and still work like it's yeah. You can make money at home. You can make money online. There's just so many different avenues for us to take. It's hard for the older generation to just look at us and be like, get a trade. It's the best thing. Like you're guaranteed work and there's, there's, they're always in need and, and it's a hard, good paying job. And it's true. And there's people that are, that do it. And I salute them. And for them too, like jobs, like social media marketing is just like a foreign concept to them. They're like, what do you mean? You sit at home on your phone all day, just posting about the products you like and the things you like to use like that's not a job but it is it is 100 it is it's a huge job now it's it it's hard to not feel like you're constantly shit on and i we talked about this a lot more like the reason why this got brought up is i've really wanted to make a dramatic change in my life Mm -hmm. i've wanted to pick up all my shit leave everyone behind not in like a rude way like i don't want you people in my life not like that but like i want to establish myself somewhere else where i don't feel the constant judgment from my family and friends or or immediate peers to to reach some level of success or i'm a failure or or like you know what i mean like just yeah a completely new group of people that are like-minded you create new friends you are with people that also want to achieve success telling someone that you want to do a podcast full time or, or do stand up comedy or all those things, like, like you talked about them and they laugh. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's not it's not a concept they understand it's not something that they understand like maybe there's people at home listening that also have wanted to pursue something <clears throat> but they're so scared of how everyone else around them is going to look at it well and the fact is too like there's a saying you don't grow when you're comfortable you have to push outside of your comfort zone and for some people it's you can't get past that and I think that's where like you're kind of getting that I want to move away from everybody to put yourself into that area like I don't have my comfort around me I don't have my friends and my family who are going to cheer me on no matter what I'm going to have strangers who don't know me who are going to tell me like if something's actually good or not like earn it on your own yeah I was always so big like watching my family grow up and like dad made good money and then lost his job and like watching them go through hardships and not liking their jobs also made me sit there and go like I'm never going to work a job I don't like like I'm not going to go to how much of a week do we spend at work compared to at home doing the stuff we actually want to do or it's the weekend and you're already thinking of oh it's Sunday tomorrow's Monday and I gotta go back to work I sometimes have had anxiety at jobs that I hate on Friday on Friday, I'm like, oh my God, I only have two days and then it's Sunday and then it's Monday and I'm back to work. Or then, then mm-hmm. it's Saturday and it's like, oh my God, we only have one more night of doing something. Then I have to go back to work on Monday. It's just like, I don't want that anymore. Like I want to do the stuff. I want to, the thing that you spend the most of your life doing is making money, working. Mm-hmm. I want to love doing it. I want it to be a pursuance. I always had this thing in my mind, like, like go back to what I was saying, watching my parents hate their job. I, I constantly watch them miserable, not my mom as much as my dad, but my dad just didn't like his job. And, and I saw that and I never wanted to be that person. I also had that thing in the back of my mind where I watched my dad make really good money and we had a beautiful house and we could do whatever the fuck we wanted to. We could just leave all of a sudden and go to Canada's Wonderland for the day. And like, like we were very well off. We did really well. And it made like that, that money grind in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like every day of my like middle school and element or middle school and high school careers and college, my only thought in my mind was I need to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I need to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I need to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. And at that time, that was still really good money. And I'm not saying it's not now, but now it's like less impressive to make six figures as it once was. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you have kids sitting on YouTube making millions and millions of dollars a year. Yeah, that's just blows my mind but I think something our generation's gotten really good for too is just putting mental health first like I know firsthand like that's not a thing in our parents generation that was like talked about if you had depression or anxiety or you just weren't happy man up you didn't talk about it you stuffed it down you were like nope that shows weakness we don't we don't talk about our problems like now everybody's like well if this job's not good for my mental health I'm not doing it like I know firsthand I worked in a factory um just during the summer in college trying to make money to pay tuition and things like that and I it was not good for my mental health like I had anxiety have thinking about going and my parents didn't understand it they were like no you need to suck it up this is your job you need to go you need to work and make money for school and they never understood the impact it had until they watched me have a full-blown panic attack before going in for a shift. And then it kind of hit them. They were like, oh, okay, like, yeah, you need to, you can't go in. This is not good for you. And it's hard. Like, 
we don't want to come across either like we're shitting on that era for being so hard on us and it's not like they're being like that hard on us no they're doing what they were also taught yeah but like the means that we have in today's day and age compared to what they had is significantly different absolutely like the the opportunities to make money doing something that you want to do and that you're really passionate about are endless right now Mm -hmm. and it's something that our generation is starting to notice like you mean I don't have to go to a factory to make good money or I don't have to go sit on tools and work in the elements for 70 hours a week to, mm-hmm. to feed my family and put food on the table. Like why go fucking destroy your body? And I'm not, I, w- I was literally an electrician, like, or I went through to be an electrician and I, I went into the trade and I busted my ass and I fucking loved it. Don't get me wrong. There's people there for it. And I did love it, but I didn't realize what I was missing out on when I was working from, seven o'clock six a.m in the morning i'm just getting home at 9 p.m yeah i didn't realize like i always thought like okay weekends are my time and i did so much on weekends because i was like oh my god like i have this much time gotta do it and then i got the same thing where you wake up in the morning you're like oh my god could i call in sick or am i gonna get fired then you get the anxiety of like am i gonna disappoint someone or let mm-hmm. someone down or my boss be mad at me or even the fact of like I can't get myself out of bed to go to work, but I have to because I have these bills to pay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I never want, like, I'm, I'll finish this other point first because I'll get on tangent with that too. But <clears throat> I just, I realized like going into the trade, I worked all fucking day, Monday to Friday. And I get it. You make a good living, you push, you work hard, you support your family, whatever. When I went into a job, I actually went into selling cars and I got laid off. Turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me now where I am now. but. I went into selling cars and I worked six, seven hours a day, made more money than I was on the tools. I got a company demo, drove a brand new truck, had benefits, had all this free time after work to start playing baseball again and, 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 and going out and seeing friends and grabbing dinner with people I haven't seen in a while. And it was just like, I would, even if I wasn't making more money selling cars, I would have rather made a significantly lower amount as long as i can still like afford the afford life yes exactly pay your bills do what you want to do not restrict yourself to the point where like you can't do anything my thing was and yes it is still i want to buy a house i want to be able to do renos with you i want to be able to make it our own i want to be able to have a sweet shop where i have a podcast studio and like work on old vehicles and Mm -hmm. that's my dream don't get me wrong but it was so, so much more a dream when i was so money focused than it is now yeah. Like now it's like, okay, renting is significantly cheaper. I don't have the overhead cost of having to pay to fix shit. Mm-hmm. I don't have the overhead cost of having to do all maintenance or, or, or pay the, pay the t- uh, land taxes or any of that stuff. All I have to do is make my monthly rent bill yeah. and it's significantly cheaper than owning a home. Yeah. And then I have all this extra money. I can afford to make less money and work less and be happier and go out and spend the money I was going to spend on rent on going to see friends and traveling and doing new experiences. And my, my, I guess my outlook and my goal of where my money would go and what my happiness is, has changed a lot. Yeah. And that's like, Oh, it's such a huge thing that I still have a really hard time wrapping my mind around is the like not owning a home thing. And I don't, totally understand like where that all came from like what is that stigma and pressure around you oh, must own a home always the question and if you rent like you are so looked down on for renting for your entire life people think you are like impoverished if you rent and don't own a house some people spend their money traveling they why would they own a home when they're gonna travel 
Yes, 100%. Like more than they would be in that house. It just, uh, I don't like the thought of people just thinking if you don't own a home, you don't have the money. It's like, no, they choose to spend their money in a different way. Like I could afford to pay, I could afford to own a home right now. Absolutely, we could, but we're not because. Because the market is fucking crazy. And people are always like, well, it's not going to get any better. Houses always go up. And then I think to them, I'm like, well, then I'm going to wait or I'm going to move somewhere where housing's cheaper or like one of a thousand other options. Like I'm not going to pay $900,000 for a house that was once 300. Yeah. Was one, one that was once 300,000 and then be stretched to where all I can do is be at that house. Mm-hmm. And then every single day it's anxiety. It's anxiety to, I have to go to work. I have to do this job. I have to bust my ass because if I don't, I'm going to lose my house. Or if I don't, I can't afford this car I bought. Or if I don't, I can't afford, like. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't ever fucking want that. No, or like, oh, I, I don't even know like specific people, but I feel like in general... A lot of people our age, they'll go and they'll get approved for a house and they give them this crazy, crazy number. Fucking number. And they're like, oh my gosh, we can go and get such a nice house. And then you are constantly stressed that if the interest rates go up, you're screwed. Also, that max straps you at your cap per month. Yeah. Like it takes what your current bills are per month and knows what you can afford to max you. And like, we're not saying we're freaking experts on houses and no, financing no. and whatever. We've never done it. We're talking like idiots, but this is just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it's... My thing was, is I go and get approved for a home. And, and that's why right now I'm having such like a midlife crisis, I call it, like about moving to Austin, Texas, or moving out to Alberta and pursuing this podcast more and doing stand up comedy. Because I think to myself, I'm like, if I don't do it now, if we have kids, we buy a house, there is no opportunity for me to take that dream anymore. There's no opportunity for me to chase that dream. Yes, I can still do it in a minimalist way here, but I could never go somewhere else. I would then be at that point where my job provides for my kids, provides for my mortgage. I can't not work. I agree. And I don't like, I don't think there would never be a time that like, if the podcast takes off and it's becoming more of a job than your job. Absolutely. We could, we could move. Kids can move. I understand that, but I don't want to do that either. And my thing is like, how many adults have you ever heard that's like, I should have done it when I was younger. Yes. Or I should have done something else when I was younger, before I had kids, before I had a family, because it's very, very easy to sit there and say, you know what? I'll have kids when I'm 30. By the time I'm 45, like, like my, my favorite comedians didn't start pursuing comedy until they were 30. Mm-hmm. So like you have kids by the time they're off to college, you're almost 50. 
And then you're going to start pushing all this money that you have now towards this dream. Like it's, I don't want to chase it late. Yeah. And maybe that's what drives me crazy. And that's what has me such on a tear for change in my life. But I just don't want to miss this, this, this age of my life where I don't have any fucking responsibilities except for us. Like if we could leave this house whenever we wanted to, we could pick up and go get different jobs that make, make, make the money we make now in some other city or another state or another province or another fucking country. And we could do what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have that opportunity right now. Once you have kids in a mortgage, that's not an opportunity. Like you're, where are you going to, like, I'm not going to uproot my kids. Yeah. Like, I know it's a concern, but do you feel like, like COVID has impacted your thoughts on all of this? No, I think starting this podcast has. Okay. I, I'm not at an exponential growth. I, I get mediocre um, reactions on Instagram and, 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 and um, retention of people through social media. I get a good amount of podcast listens and, I, and I've got some decent guests. But my thing is, is I want to pursue people in person. Yeah. I feel like like this conversation will be significantly better than most of the podcasts I've done with people that have incredible stories. Because yeah. this is more personable. Yeah. We can react. We can see how each other's emotions play into things and have a legit conversation. But these people that I've had on, like Four Corners or Kevin Smith isn't going to fucking drive to Tavistock to, to do a podcast on top of a barn or, yeah. or a farmhouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. It's hard where we are. That's for moving. Sure. That's where the Austin, Texas and the El- or Calgary, Edmonton type mentality comes in because in those cities, there's a lot of very successful people or people that are also chasing a dream. Mm-hmm. So you get to deal with so many other people that are like-minded, pushing each other, see what they're doing, go on other podcasts. Cause there's so many more around like to this town, a podcast is a fucking urban, like it's such a weird concept. Like the amount of people who say, Oh, I have a podcast. Oh, what's that? Yeah. It's really weird. Because <laughs> yeah. I listen to them for nine hours a day when I'm working. Yeah. Since you started it, like I don't listen to the radio. I don't no. really listen to music. I have my list of podcasts I like to listen to, and that's what I listen to. And, and I definitely get my moments where I'm like, I really want to listen to music. Like I want to get hyped. I want to get in the mood. Like I want to yeah. get like that kind of stuff. I definitely crave music again. Never the radio, never the news. No. I I consume all my information through podcasting. If I can listen to a three-hour podcast and learn something yeah. that's also funny and informative, and I'd way rather be doing that for three hours than listening to the radio. Well, and there's so many podcasts that, like, you can just better yourself by listening to them. Like, there's one, the Fun and Gains podcast by um, Brittany Lupton. Like, she's a big fitness um, influencer, but she likes to bring on people that just talk about, like, even the one she just had on, she had a girl from Alberta who's a personal trainer who now has kids and just talking about like how to stay fit, how to eat healthy, how to balance having kids and how to balance having a business. And just, I feel like sitting and listening to something like that is so much more worth it than just like sit there mindlessly, not thinking about anything, listening to music. Cause I'll notice the radio will come on and sometimes I'll tone out. And like, maybe this is another reason why I think so deep about shit is like, I think all day. Yeah. Like I'm not with anyone else. I'm alone. Like I can't imagine how a truck driver thinks. Oh, I couldn't like fucking driving for 15 hours at a time. Like nuts. I think like you just sit there with your thoughts and think about like, 
it was a i think it's a denzel washington quote where it's like i don't want to have like the generation before us and he's part of that generation but he he says this at a graduation he says people are always looking for something to fall back on i don't ever want to have to have something to fall back on because i'll fall forward i'll see what's coming next it's that like backup plan yes why why do you dive into something if you have a backup plan you're never going to fully go and 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 dive into a certain thing yeah like I've talked to people that have that have made hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year that started that goal, fifteen thousand dollars in debt, living off credit cards. Yeah. Like, and 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 every every success story of someone that makes it big on a podcast or makes it big in comedy or acting or whatever it is, it's not just. Well, yeah, I just started fucking around, and it goes back to that whole: if you're comfortable, you're not growing. There's yeah. nothing pushing you there. If you have that nice, comfy, cushy backup plan, what are you afraid of? Like, why would you put more effort into something? If you don't have that backup plan, you have to put all your effort into it. See, I think that like the combination of like dad dying, COVID, all this shit mm-hmm. is just like, like dad, dad was like, dad was a guy who constantly, like every time I saw him, he would talk about like developing an app. Yeah. He always wanted to create an app like inventions yes and like an invention something like that and never did it now he's not here to do it you know what i mean like he got to that point in his life where he didn't get to do that that pushes me a little bit but it's also just like the fact that i don't like everyone just always says i don't want to run out of time but i don't want to get to a point in my life where i look back and i'm like why did i not risk it yeah like what are we worried about right now like what is the fucking worry that we're not gonna be able to what we're going to get married this year. We're going to be married together. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck can't we take on the world? I get caught up a little bit in like the whole COVID stuff, thinking about like the last two years. Like I almost kind of not fully get the thought, but it's like we've lost two years. If COVID never happened, we would be married for almost two years already. Yeah. We, who knows? Like I, I was just about to say we probably would have a house, but who knows whether we would COVID or not also like the housing system yeah yeah the market. or it seems that way it all just happened at the same time it definitely had to have some part of it i i and i'm an idiot uh, don't take what i say seriously or like as factual like look it up but i read a bunch of articles that showed that with the housing market it's because of it's obviously supply and demand mm-hmm. but the government puts so many regulations on zoning and how many houses can be in a certain area and what plots of land can be developed and i understand that millionaires go in and they build a bunch of houses and they sell it and they make a fuck ton of money whatever they're going to do it anyway mm-hmm. people can't afford to build their own houses no so go in there and build a bunch of houses let's have too many of them like yeah let's have it so that people our generations can get into a fucking house yeah like we talked about it a while ago like when when we first started looking at houses like prior to getting like prior to wedding time we had talked about a duplex took a little while to convince you yeah but that's still my goal like if if we don't move away and do shit but and i think i was only against the duplex thing because i'm still in that whole like when we buy a house like no no we can't buy a duplex we need to buy a one single standalone house that's our house because if we buy a duplex and we rent out half of it, like people are going to think, oh, they can't afford their house because they have to rent out half of it. And that just 
getting so caught up. It in... still bugs you? No, not anymore. Oh. But when I used to always say like, no, no, I don't want to buy a duplex. I think that's where it all came from. Yeah, I get I don't, it. I'm past that now because like you definitely in the last five years of us being together have taught me like who cares what other people think. Yeah. Why and does it affect you and, and how if you, you live your at, life? If you saw one of your friends bought a duplex and was renting half of it, what would you think? Now, knowing what I know, I'm like, wow, that's they're doing the smart thing. But what have you you wouldn't have thought that was a smart thing back like before that? Well, I didn't understand it all then. But I, if you just thought someone bought a duplex and they're living in half of it as their first home, what would you think? Like back then? Back then that they needed the money for somebody to rent half of it. See, the way my mind goes is they obviously got approved for whatever that duplex costs. They own the whole thing. I'm talking like way back before I knew anything about like mortgages and how you buy a house and down payments mm. and what you get approved for. Like, I just like the idea of buying a duplex, living in half of it for a year, skip the capital gains, rent out the other half, have mm. one attendant paying off your mortgage, the other one putting cash in your pocket, going to buy another house. Now you have a rental property that's going to keep putting its mortgage down and be a huge asset someday. Well, and like being renters, we kind of like see the other side of it where it's like, oh yeah, they kind of have this made here. We're just giving them money to pay for either the mortgage or just extra money right to their pocket. And like, I'd look at it more as an investment. Like if I was approved, let's just say for easy figures, me and you were approved like $800,000. We bought a duplex or a triplex. Mm -hmm. My mind is I'd go try and find a triplex somewhere that was like six hundred thousand maybe five fifty if it was possible good luck right now yeah but prior to covid um try and buy that and then i would put another hundred thousand dollars into zoning it properly and putting a new furnace in and making sure the appliances are decent so i don't have to worry about the unexpected shit yeah like i don't need to have to worry about midweek someone being like the furnace broke now i gotta pay this fucking rush after hours tech to come in and replace a furnace and maybe you'll have thought about this and maybe it's not feasible i don't understand it all but we're not talking as experts here no no we're in just any talking of as our own knowledge <laughs> we're just sick of the of the shitting on millennials the yeah. shitting on generations below us like what people don't understand is the generation that shits on the younger generation either raised the generation they're shitting on yeah or they raised the person who raised that generation like it's just you had a hand in this. Yeah. And we're not saying like, it's all your fault either. Hell like, no. We're not placing blame on anybody. It's just like this waterfall effect of the generation before you and the generation before that. And that like, how many people are sitting out there at our age saying, where the fuck is the book? Yeah. Where is the book that tells us what the fuck we're supposed to do? Yeah. Like, how do I buy a home? I just learned how to do my taxes for the first time this year. I did our taxes. Yeah. And like that was so fucking easy. The first time I did it, <laughs> the first time I did it, I did it on like a free application last year, just as a test run to see if I could do it. Oh, and you owed okay. like two grand or something. Uh, yeah, that was. Then great. we sent it to a professional <laughs> accountant, and you ended up owing like a couple hundred bucks or something. Yeah. So that was something I needed to figure out. This year I went at went at it again, did the TurboTax free route, and it walked me through step by step, and it popped up with a million fucking things I could write off like donations and receipts and, mm -hmm. and energy and, and all this shit that I could write off that helped me so much get through it. I ended up getting $600 back or $400 back. You owed to 180 or something like that yeah, again, yeah. but it's just shit like that. Like buying a home, doing your taxes, 
we all, all we ever got taught growing up was how to change a tire, make sure you're not stuck on the side of the road, how to like how to cook a little bit. And even like job wise in school, it wasn't like, here's this personality test to find out like what personality type you are or what work environment you'd be good in or what careers you'd maybe even be interested in. It was a lot of just, here's your basic school courses, figure out what you'd like to do for the rest of your life. Elementary school should be building the fundamentals for you to be a human. Yes. Middle school should help to grow on those things, make it so you can read really well and write really well. High school should be, and it, it, it seems like it's supposed to be this, finding what the fuck you want to do for the rest of your life. Well, that's the huge pressure of it. Like, I remember going to my guidance counselor, like, panicked in grade 11 because you're picking your courses for your last year of high school and having absolutely no clue what I wanted to do. I got to that point and had no fucking clue what I wanted to do. And she and- was like, oh, well, if you like science, you'll like healthcare. And I was like, okay. That's pretty fucking generic. Sure. What kind of healthcare? And then there you go. I finished high school, still didn't know what I wanted to do. So I took a fifth year <clears> just <throat> to work, save some money. I took two, like, I don't remember what the courses were, random ass courses in high school, just to keep my student status. I wasn't a mature student applying to school. And then Another year goes by, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Applied for pre-health because I had this generic, I want to be in some kind of health. And that still really didn't help me to where I wanted to be. So true. I, I honestly think the thing that irks me the most about our school system, and I, and it's very hard. Like I said, we don't, we're not experts in this shit, but we're just, as a bystander, the way it looks. Over the years, the only thing that they've decided to start changing in the curriculums is to be more inclusive. And I'm there for it. Mm-hmm. LGBTQ, however you want to identify, yeah. whatever makes you feel comfortable, I'm all in on it. Yeah. The thing that fucks me up is our type of school system hasn't changed since the internet. No. Like, yes, you can do some stuff online. You can hand stuff in online. I get that. You can apply for your courses online. You can find out what's due for homework through Twitter in some some cases. That's really cool. But the fact that a kid could access all this fucking information and all these little courses. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why is there not like a course that takes you through a bunch of different careers? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a how-to video of walking through a career with someone. Like, this is what you do on your day-to-day basis. This is what you need to be able to do uh, on the books. Or when you're an electrician, we got to go into this house. 
We got to go see this homeowner, find out where they want to want receptacles. We got to put receptacles along here. You're working on your knees a lot. Make sure you have all these tools. You're going to be working out in the climates. Make sure you have good gear, like walking through different careers. There's all these different courses that you should be able to take as a, as a high school student to go through. Like you have to sit down and do Wemis how many times in your fucking life. There's none of these little courses of like little how-to videos on what different careers offer. Yeah. I remember there was a careers course I took in high school. I took that too. And maybe I just don't have a good memory, but all I really remember it being was like, how to write a resume, (laughs) how to, which is awesome, which is yes, good skill, but build on that. Like there was how to build a resume. There was actually, we did like typical interview questions, like how to talk about your weaknesses and your strengths, but like, where was the career aptitude test? And I think that some schools might offer it, but it's not Maybe. like a generic thing across all of our school boards. Like No, like public schools available for everybody. Like maybe private schools set you up for that better. I don't know. Like we're talking about it as like two people that just went through high school, went to college. Luckily, I'm kind of using what I went to school for, but still not what, like I could do what I'm doing without it. Yeah, I'm <clears> in the <throat> same boat too. Like I'm 100%, yeah. somewhat using it now like I did pre-health didn't do very well in it because again I I didn't know what I wanted to do so I didn't really have that drive to do you were well a stoner in it. a little bit <laughs> it was my, like you need that college experience you do but you need it shouldn't have to come along with twenty thousand dollars of debt yes. you should be getting that college experience having somewhat like I want to know what the fucking percentage is per hundred kids that do what they went to college for I truly believe like I finished pre-health thinking I wanted to be a paramedic. If I would have had that mentality starting it, (coughs) being like, I want to be a paramedic, I have to do pre-health and I have to ace it. (coughs) I would have done far, far better. But I got to this point where I was like, maybe I want to be a paramedic, but I probably don't have the good enough grades for it. So I'm going to also apply to be a OTA PTA and I don't need any of these pre-health grades. I can get into it based off of high school. And that's kind of what I went with. See, I think like when I went to college, I had taken a year or a couple of years off after high school and worked. When I went to college, I knew I wanted to be an electrician. I knew that they were one of the better paid trades. I knew that I liked the environment that they were in. Like you weren't typically like, always out in the shit like a power line Mm -hmm. tech or like a construction worker or someone like that um so i knew that's what i wanted to be so when i went to school i crushed it like i loved electrical school i loved the guys i went to school with i loved the teachers i loved the atmosphere talking a lot of shit i liked it that's the point where i got to too like once i was in the ota pta program and started learning about it i'm like okay yeah i actually think I could enjoy doing this after and then did very well in that schooling I also took co-op and did it twice like two years in a row and then I did a half day co-op where I was doing half of a day every Friday Mm -hmm. of co-op so like I got a lot of exposure to the tools and like the trade and I loved the theory of electricity and speaking of co-op that was such a like now I'm saying based off it should be mandatory my experience I feel like it was much more of a boys go do co-op because it's about trades mm. where girls like what like co-ops unless I'm wrong I don't really know but I don't think co-ops really went into other things other than like trades you could be right I have no idea I don't know I didn't focus but on whatever the fuck everyone did, else was doing if it does like they didn't 
or then they should they that should well. redo the co-op program and make it so it's a mandatory grade 11 and grade 12 course yeah Get even if it's you have to do, you have to do co-op like how beneficial would it be if grade 10 11 and 12 every semester you had one co-op class and every single friday your entire high school career you were doing co-op yeah. so that get some work experience and figure out so that by the time you're like done grade 12 around. you have tried six different careers yeah. or you got through grade 10 you realize oh my god i love this and then you got four more chances at working in different companies along the same career area to make sure that you really liked it yeah i don't know it just seems fucking weird that like two people that don't have anything to do with the school curriculum aren't teachers and i hope that if a teacher is listening like we're not shooting on you you're doing your job you're doing what you're supposed to be doing tell us that we're wrong and maybe we were completely wrong maybe there's no way of fixing this maybe it's just like there's certain rules and stipulations that have to be met there's certain curricular change or maybe you're just as fucking angry at why people are leaving high school and college in our age group mm -hmm. that are just pissed that they spent the money and now they're sitting in debt well, fucking debt such a push for it for our age group like we have more people going to college now than ever before and it was such a like you were so looked down on if you finished high school and didn't go to college or you know even going to college versus university like i had a sister who went to university for kinesiology and she's gone on to be a physiotherapist and like i can tell you just based off of like my family and the vibes i got off of everybody when i said i'm going to college not university it was like a oh for what really? not, not oh good for you you got into college it was like a oh okay what are you going for <laughs> see it's different like and maybe that's where it comes into like the man female thing again like i was going for a trade it was yeah. obvious i was going to college i had i had mediocre thoughts in my life mediocre i had little thoughts in my life that i wanted to be a lawyer and i wanted to be all these different things i watched suits mm -hmm. i watched the show suits everybody for, wants to be a lawyer when you watch suits jesus i watched suits watched all the seasons binge watch it i was like i want to be a lawyer and i was like adamant about it i was yeah. like looking at what i needed to go to upgrade my grades what i need to do i was like i could fucking argue all day are you kidding me absolutely you could <laughs> <sighs> it's just a fucking stressful goddamn life and then it, it's like the the highest percentage of divorces right now and it's like mm -hmm. we got to fucking figure something out yeah like at least we're taking mental health more seriously now mm -hmm. and we've decided like what's the podcast that you watch that does the like check-in a few of them like couple things like andrew east and sean johnson east they she's the gymnast yeah they talk about like they always do check-ins she tells it's a funny story that she tells when they were just dating before they were engaged she always knew like she did something wrong or like made him upset when he'd ask her to go get coffee at this one certain coffee house every time he texts her and say like hey you want to go get a coffee at this place she was like oh god what did i do this time but now they say like they were already doing monthly check-ins then before they talked about doing monthly check-ins and then i think i think like, the last couple about? does it too what do you mean out and about like he was always taking her for coffee before yep. they made it like a thing yep oh wow he just had this thing where he was like i'm not like gonna break up with someone well that's what she was always worried about she's like oh my god shop. what did i do like why do we talk in public but his perspective of it was just, fuck. 
I don't like confrontation and didn't like having to bring up things like that. So girls he was cry. more comfortable doing it in public. Yes, because girls are emotional. I'm one Which of them. Which I get it. <laughs> but yes, you are one of them. So we decided to do one. Yeah. We sat at a Tim Hortons. Yep. It was the best conversation we've had in years. And honestly, we've had a very good, like, it was only a couple weeks ago, but. It's probably it almost a, a month. Very, very good few weeks since and it's not it. like it's not like like we're about to get married we've been together for five years it's not like we were about to fucking kill each other no but you definitely have that where like you're like you get into that moment especially with like covid and all this fucking stress and like me having like mental breakdowns about wanting to move away and mm-hmm. and start a new life it's a lot of fucking stress well, wedding paying for all the weddings scary finances. conversations to have like, like finances is just finances is just like a fucking losing losing conversation no matter what i don't think anybody at any stage in their life enjoys having to have conversations about, about money yeah 100 except like <clears throat> regardless we, we we didn't have shit problems with our relationship but we thought before we get married before like mine was like our stuff was just such stupid shit we like just rinse needed, your coffee cup you yes. fucking barbarian you know what i mean yeah we just needed a barbarian <laughs> <laughs> like we have a fucking sink. <laughs> oh, we're not getting into that. Rinse your shit. We just needed a. That's the word I want to use. No, not but you're right in public. But a better way to talk about those. Because we would nag. Yes, it was like constant little bickers. Like, rinse your cup, throw out your cleanups. <laughs> like, and the rules. The rules in going and sitting down and having that conversation is it can't be a fucking back and forth bullshit. Nope. Like we are not allowed to defend when we listen, you accept, you give feedback. When we do it here, it'd be like, seriously, you fucking didn't rinse your coffee mug again. Like our Yetis would sit there and they'd mold until you fucking rinse them. And I would lose my mind. I'm not saying all the time, but no, I'm going to give it to you. It was, that's gross. It happened a lot. And then I'd also do something that you didn't like, Yeah, like leaving socks out or not reversing them with the laundry or not Mm -hmm. helping out more with dishes, that Mm -hmm. kind of shit. Yep. And then whenever I'd be like, can you please just rinse your coffee mug? You're like, can you please just do the dishes? I'm like, can you please just fuck off? Like we never actually no, do that, was, but you need to rinse your dishes. And I would say you don't do the dishes. It doesn't affect you. Why is it an issue? And then it'd go back to me again. Like it'd just be like, it was a blame. one after another, just like a fucking back bickering. and forth of, we couldn't accept blame. And we'd be and pissy we'd for 10 minutes. And then we'd the fucking go person. away. Yeah. Or we just sit on it. And then one thing would most of the time set me off. And then I'd fucking snap and then we get emotional and then we, everything pours out. Like we you didn't emotional. wash your fucking cup four weeks ago. I get emotional. Like I know, but like when something <laughs> like that happens, it's just like, boom, 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 boom. Three weeks ago, Tuesday at 6 PM, you forgot to close the fucking door and you let the cold air. And it's just like, everything comes bouncing back. Yeah. And if you're in the comfort of your own home, when that happens, like personally, I am a crier. And I can just, I can get to the point of being so angry with you for having a stupid argument like that, that I cry and then I can't say what I want to say because I'm too worked up and too emotional about it. And I don't say what I need to say. And then a few days later, I don't rinse a cup again and it all fucking starts all over again. Essentially, we sat down and it was, I tell you what fucking bothers me about what you do. You listen and we come up with a way to fix it. Yeah. And then the next month, because we were going to do it monthly. Yep. The next month, we revisit the things that didn't get changed and the new things that happened. We wrote them down that day. We said, okay, here's our goals for the month. We need to 
book an appointment at the bank. We need to be better with keeping the house tidy. And then we can go back to it next month and be like, okay, how, how did we do with our goals this month? I didn't realize how much clutter would fuck me up mentally. Yeah. Like to put it into perspective, like we've got a lot of shit. We, we moved, we're in a small farmhouse. We've got a ton of stuff and it's all over the place all the time. We live, especially now with doing this health kick, we've been working out for 45 minutes for 46 days now. Mm-hmm. And we just don't right now. We don't sacrifice cleaning for not getting our workouts in our fucking yoga mats are all over the place. Weights are all over the living room. And it's such easy little things like that, that like, I'm listening to like some podcast episodes about like just building simple habits. And it's like, you left your yoga mat out after your workout. Why? It takes you maybe half a minute to roll it up it really does. and put it in the corner of the room where it should be sitting. What are you doing <sighs> with that extra half a minute? Are yeah. you on your phone? Are you staring at the wall? Like it's 30 seconds. What are you doing? Exactly. What's benefiting your day of not using that 30 seconds just to clean up a little bit. And I didn't realize how fucking good it made me feel until I decided to tackle that island. Yeah. We had an island. We have an island in our kitchen that I built. It's just on like the end of our counter and we just fucking dump on it. Like every it's time we get mail, visible junk. Drawer. Oh my God. Is it a visible junk? Drawer? Every time <laughs> we get mail, we stuff it. Like we bought this like divider that's yeah. supposed to hold your current mail, to organize our mail. Holy shit. And it was just full of everything, business cards and stickers and, um, bank, bi- statements. bank statements and flyers and all this bullshit. And then the, the island was covered in 1500 pairs of glasses that's fine. It's not a big deal. But then like <laughs> our, our, our shit would just be everywhere. And I didn't even realize what the fuck was on there. Like medication that should be in the, in the eye drops. <laughs> yes. Advil, uh, just, just stupid shit. And then the one day I was just like, fuck this, I'm done with it. And then on the counter, we had these two bins. One had granola bars in it. One had, uh, you like the fruit gummies, Welch's, Welch's. Yeah. and that's where it sat. And it was just like convenient. You grab a couple, you throw it in your lunch, you get out the door. And then it was just like, why the fuck is this visible? Why is it not in a cupboard? Why is it not in a cupboard? <laughs> put them in the cupboard. I put all the like sugar, flour, jars, all there clean. Yeah. Just the knife block sitting there. All that shit's clean. The island literally only has that, that divider for the mail and a nice clean case that holds your glasses and a little tiny pencil holder with all of our pens in it. Yeah. And it just, as soon as I was done, just looking at that half of the fucking kitchen, just made me so relaxed it's like stress relief yes it was just like something decluttered and clean and there's just nothing out of place there's nothing just all over the place and then i open the junk drawer and almost have a stroke which everyone needs a junk drawer i'm glad it's there you have to have a place for the random crap but now now it just makes me want to target other things like i i was at i just discovered home sense (laughs) (laughs) dangerously and i'm really glad i did um because like if I would have known that I would have decorated this podcast differently because there's so much shit in there to decorate your house. Oh yeah. But anyway, I go in there and uh, I I found a book. Yeah. I was looking through the books because like I recently started to get into like motivational books, shit to help my life. Like I don't I didn't usually read before, but I've noticed that like I really am starting to obtain the shit I read when I read it as in a book instead of listening yeah. to a podcast. So I found a book that was about decluttering. I can't remember who the hell wrote it. Did we ever bring it inside or is it still in the truck? Probably in the truck. Shit. I'll have to grab that. I really want to read it. But I opened it up and it literally separates each room 
and explains. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's almost like they're fucking psychic, because it literally says, you have this shit laying out, Mm -hmm. and it's fucking useless to you. It's like the toaster and the coffee maker, and um knife block like i'll always leave my knife block on on my yeah. counter because i like the way it looks but like the toaster made so much sense i never ever thought about it we have this small little counter beside our fucking sink that we shouldn't stack dishes on but we do but when we want to clean out the sink to put them somewhere we have to put it on the opposite fucking side counter because we have no room yeah because this toaster sits there that we use maybe three times a week for it's 30 seconds a four slice toaster yeah a four slice toaster for two people that just... never eat fucking bread or toast no. bagels every so often maybe toast some hamburger buns if we're say, out of we're bread not like uh, we make toast every single morning hell no. no maybe waffles randomly maybe once a week do we use that toaster but i read the page and this is what made me buy the book i read the page and it just said um you have a toaster on your counter right now you use that toaster for three minutes in the morning if you use it every day so for 23 or 20 yeah 23 hours and 57 minutes a day that fucking toaster is sitting there as clutter yeah. It's just in your vision. It's on your countertop. It's restricting you from having a nice clean countertop because mm-hmm. clean and simple is stress relieving. You don't walk into a fucking therapy office and it's just full of shit. No. You know what I mean? Like your brain doesn't operate well in a cluttered, chaotic setting. Fuck, we went in full circle in this podcast. I know. We are just really going off on our tangents. Am I the ADHD that's steering the ship? I'm not helping, I don't think. I've currently met a couple of people that make me realize that I definitely have ADHD, <laughs> but it's not as bad as I think. <laughs> like it's pretty Grown fucking bad. Playing with children's toys. Yes. It's very <sighs> evident sometimes. That but I do that. You do. But like, so we were at a birthday party the other night for a two-year-old and he got like puzzles and coloring books and crayons and some like little toys and a bike. And there it was... took everything I had not to play with the crayons or jump on the bike because I wanted to. But you, yeah. And like, I mean, you also don't know everybody that was there super well. So I That's think you true. were a little more reserved. The person I'm thinking of knows everybody there quite well, but like he was playing on the bike and he was then coloring and then he was then opening the puzzle. But it was and... also <laughs> fucking so funny to see an, a person with ADHD's mind work because I never yes, you don't am get to the see outside that side of it. But like, it made me sit there and think of like, do people that watch me do this think I am fucking slow? Like, because I watch him like pick up the crayons, write something and go, oh, another toy. And like runs oh, over. Piece. Oh, yeah. Runs over, grabs the next toy, sits on the bike, pedals around the room. Yeah. Like, it was just like, holy shit, I do these things. I should just bring you to work with me because like you can get an absolute picture perfect image of what ADHD looks like from the outside (laughs) (sighs) do you think it's stress relieving to talk about it about ADHD talk about all this shit oh yeah definitely it's just a hard outlet it's just hard to talk about that shit like I just don't know what the fuck to do with my life and I feel like 
there's a lot of people our age that could relate. I think that's why podcasts are taking off so much too, because people like to hear about some of this stuff where they're thinking about it themselves and they're like, does anybody else feel the exact same way that I do? Listen to a podcast. I bet you they do. You're going to get that shit from the fucking news. No. Like all you're going to see is the negative, 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 negative. And if it's accurate, like, and I'm not a conspiracy person, but like the news absolutely tries to scare you. Look at what's happening in the world right now, and we all need to change it, and you should be scared of what's happening. Like, why don't you just put some good news on there? The only time that I really, like, kind of looked down at the news, like, we've never been news people. Like, we don't have cable. We don't watch the fucking news. Even when I lived with my parents, and they did, and they put it on to eat dinner, like, absolutely not. My headphones went on, and I was doing something on I my could phone. Never I that. could not listen to it. But anyway... What made me realize is, it is that I drove down the highway for work and saw all the people supporting the Freedom Convoy on the overpasses. Mm-hmm. I literally saw the convoy. I saw the people on the overpass, hundreds of them. Then I saw the news and they had taken a clip from like either th- fucking 20 minutes after the convoy had came or like four hours before it came. And it was just like, a handful of people and like three or four trucks went by and they're they're like just talking shit about how it's just a fringe minority or whatever and i'm I'm not for or against it i got no fucking opinion on it do what makes you happy do what you want for freedom don't fuck with my life i'll be rolling like you don't bug me i don't bug you yeah type of person but it just was weird to see that they didn't show what really happened like they didn't show all these hundreds of people that were standing there cheering together happy that the truckers were pushing forward and heading to ottawa and like I said, not for or against it, but it just—it yeah. was hard there's to see. There's good sides, if, there's bad sides. It was just hard to see how they portrayed it versus what reality was. Yeah. Regardless if it's a good or bad thing, the news is supposed to be there to show the fucking thing. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Show what happened. Give people the information. Show both sides of it. Show the bad people doing this and the good people doing this. Yes. Like, why is it always so biased? We really are all over the place right now. Yeah, how the fuck do we end up here? I don't know. It's just hard, and and I I hope that there's there's people out there that relate in the aspect of like being this age. I don't know if anyone else sits there every day and not know what the fuck they're supposed to do with their life or how they're supposed to buy a house. If they're gonna let people down in their life or not be as successful as they think they might be, or they want to pursue something in their life and they're just afraid to fail, don't be. Your mid twenties are hard. Yes, it's a fucking weird time. It's weird, like. Do you get married? Do you have kids? Do you want to have kids? Are you successful? Every fucking family gathering you go to, the only questions that are ever asked. Mm -hmm. So are you guys married yet? No. Do you have a girlfriend? No. Do you have a boyfriend? No. What do you do? What's your job? Get married and it's, oh, are you going to have kids? When are you you guys going to have kids? kids? It's not even, are you going to have kids? It's, so when are you guys going to have kids? Yeah. What an inappropriate question, in my opinion. Yeah, it's weird. You don't know what if they can't exactly. And like, I think now getting to the age we're at, just now knowing how much more common it is for people to have problems having kids, like, don't ask that. I think what I've noticed with our generation is that we're not afraid to have conversations and have our opinions changed. Yeah. And other generations are. Like, it's hard to have that, like, well, I have this then. opinion, you have this opinion, they're completely opposite. Yeah. Let's have a 
informed discussion and talk about these points. It's like that meme. Here's my opinion. Change my mind. Let's talk about it. Let's talk. That's why I love that guy. He's got like a full podcast and he does that. But uh, it's true. Like, change my mind. I am open to having a conversation with you and you changing the way I think about something. Yeah. If you are more informed on it than I am, I'm not going to act like a fucking stubborn jackass. No. Change my mind. If you're that closed off on it, why are you even having yeah, a conversation? Yeah, why are you discussing it? So, like, sort of social media gives people a voice that shouldn't have one. Everyone should I have mean, a voice. Yes. Yeah. But, like, it gives you a voice to just spit bullshit, and then other people read it, and they think it's factual. Well, some and people just, spins just get the fucking spiral too and... confident on a screen, too, where they think they can say absolutely anything they want, and there's no... Fuck, we're rolling. We really are. Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck? We need to make agendas. We need to figure out a fucking topic and try and stay on it for a podcast. Well, we did. We had like a general, but it was more of a like, let's sit down and talk. The reason why we did this is like, we've been sitting here for weeks, just like, or at least I have, and I've been venting to you. And I know Mm -hmm. that you've got some similar thoughts on certain stuff, but it's just like, I want to be something. I'm I've, I've since dad passed more than anything, but been the person that's like, I don't give a fuck how you think about me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care. Yeah. I've got close friends and close family. If you're not supporting me, bye-bye. Yep. Like, I've canceled a lot of people in the past couple of years to, you're not helping my life. You don't bring anything to the table except for negativity. Yep. Fucking see you later. I don't need you in my life. You've helped me with that, too. Like, I've had some people around that it's like, you kind of clued me in. You're like, why do you keep them in like your dead life weight. Like, when you are not happy being around them? And I was like, you know what? Good point. <laughs> every time you're around them, you're just fucking miserable. And I have those people in my life. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just, I just, I, I hope this relates to people our age or, or of any age that just don't know what the fuck to do with their life. Like, I can't even say it'll get better because I'm, I'm having a fucking hard time figuring out what I want to do right now. But do what makes you happy. Fucking take the leap. Well, and if you have a partner, talk to them about it. Like, if you're with someone and you tell them that you have a dream and you want to do something and they say like i don't want that like i don't like i I couldn't do that with you like like what find would you have done better. if you said i like the possibility of picking up and moving away and i said absolutely not i'll never move away from my family i'd have to think like i i would never leave you i would never well no no hold on don't just say i'd never leave you like if we got into like that very scary conversation of we aren't going to want the same thing in our life. No, it would get to the point where I'd have to do more compromise and I have to figure out, okay, how close to this dream can we get how for me to try and pursue it? Can you do? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not move to Austin, Texas, but what about moving to a bigger city where I have opportunities to interview people in person that in a successful city mm-hmm. like Toronto or get as close as we can, like Mississauga or Barrie or, Somewhere like this, that's yes, it's expensive to live and it'd be very minuscule, but at least I could push from there and you're still close enough to go see family every weekend and and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. We'd have to go back and forth and feel compromised. If it was if it was like I'm living in Tavistock for the rest of my life, I want to buy a house here, I want to raise a family here, I want to do everything to the book, then it might have been a really hard conversation. Cause I don't yeah. ever I don't want to fucking life isn't a book. And that's where I get stuck, like. I'm comfortable with that. That's how I grew up. My parents have lived here my entire life and my parents have that very uh, normal life. They have their jobs. They it's have a two great kids. town. There's great people here. You've got 
great support here and i love that and i love yeah. your family i love the like the family i've came come into it's just i just want to make something for myself and see if i can do something myself and i think to myself i'm like okay we move far away right now or 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 before we're 30 mm -hmm. we, we get everything in place we fucking move and we take this big leap by 35 i've put seven years into this if i have not made it to the point where i want to then at least i could come back knowing i took yeah. the fucking leap at my dream i couldn't make a go of it i i am comfortable with my job now i love it mm -hmm. i could do this for the rest of my life i yeah. could make really good fucking money i could provide for a family we could have a house and a family but i can do that later yeah and that's where i'm open to it like i could i'm i'd be comfortable just staying here and doing what we're doing and have a family and have that very normal typical life but i could also be very happy pushing the boundaries like not being comfortable and seeing what we can do i'm not stuck in not trying i love that well we did an hour yeah i appreciate it i think these are good episodes for people to listen to too because like i don't know social media is i it's getting better but social media is a lot of like here's my perfect life and my perfect fiance so and true. we're so happy all the time it's and like, look at where we traveled and all uh, the nice things we do and the one like fucking this is i'm not gonna go on too big of a rant here but one of the biggest things that drives me fucking crazy in in social media is you'll see pictures of people videotaping other people taking pictures with other people's shit like they'll be on the side of the road taking videos with this fucking beautiful car and they're like my fucking sweet new lamborghini or tesla or like look at my sweet whip look at my sick house look at this resort i'm on yeah and there's someone else filming it and it's not theirs or it's they're like oh that's my car you're standing in front of or you're sitting on taking pictures <laughs> of and it's just like why do you it sucks because you could be successful that you could get successful that way because people love seeing shit that they can't have yes people, they love it like if i can't have it i might as well watch people who do like yeah which I get it. There's a, there's a, there's a world for it, but it's just so I, fucking sad. I find so much more value now. I, maybe it's because I have that. I don't care what people think mentality, but like, I find so much more value in listening. I'm big on couple podcasts right now. I like listening to other couples talk about their issues, their fights, their struggles. Like It is not perfect. Life is not fucking no. perfect. Like, and no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to be a part. Like there is people talking about it. Don't get me wrong. Like, Britt and Ryan Ostafi, the laughing couple are fucking awesome for that. You, oh, they're great. You get so much of their podcast and we've started listening to it. Like I drive you to work some days with gas and it's nice to listen to them and have mm -hmm. someone to relate to and laugh with. And it's comforting when you kind of get not stuck, but maybe a little frustrated with your own relationships to listen to someone else and be like, oh, this is normal. You do get into these like funks and then a lot of these podcasts bring on professionals who can give you the tips on how to work on it like we didn't come up with doing monthly check-ins on our own it's true <laughs> and like i always wanted to do everything on my own i started talking to a buddy who has a mentor and it's and i started listening to podcasts where like mr beast one of the most successful youtubers of all time talks about he's like people are dumb he's like <laughs> he's like i don't know if he said that word for word don't hold that against me but he's like people could just have a mentor People who sit there and take 20 years to get really good at something, get really successful at it, could do it in five if they just had someone that could tell them the stuff to do first. Mm -hmm. Skip all this learning shit. This is how you do it. This is how you get successful. This is the formula. Now do you. Yeah. And do it. 
now I've started, I want to look for a, for a mentor and someone to keep me motivated and, and accountable and push. And yeah, regardless, we'll, we'll, we'll do this a lot more frequently. I think this will be a, either a quarterly podcast or maybe we'll start doing a, some segments. Maybe we'll start releasing a, maybe we'll do heart to heart full time every week and every other week will be us if we get to that point maybe not yeah. right away but we get some podcasts under our belts and we'll this is definitely better than our first one yeah <laughs> no Much. fake giggles and uncomfortableness yeah i was just as uncomfortable the first time but anyway thanks everyone for listening yeah we'll see you guys next time see ya love ya <laughs>